At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Bobby Las Vegas for Ghost Cousins with myself, Greg Eats Peters, and now a part of the Decent Family of Podcast. I was planning on today being my America East preview edition for this podcast. That has been put on hold for 24 hours because we saw big news in college basketball late Saturday night. Bob Huggins decided that he is going to step down. Unfortunately, it happened so late in the day with him stepping down right around about 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern that I am going to be going guest-free on this. I'll give you my thoughts on the situation, perhaps a possible fallout that we are going to be getting in segment number one. And then we do have news and notes from the last 48 hours I do need to round up in segment number two as well. We've seen some names move around in the transfer portal. We're going to be hitting upon pretty much the non-Bob Huggins news in segment number two. Like I said, no guests today because I had a great guest on and... Joe Budzelik, who does great work over at Stretching the Floor. You're going to hear my chat with him tomorrow about the America East. I'm going to give you guys my projector or finish there, but it was just so late in the day that we are going to have to go guest-free, so I do apologize about that, but going to give you guys my thoughts there. And if you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you, for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters EM, naming does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. The other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you are able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. And it's just seismic news that we saw in college basketball Saturday night. It has been decided that Bob Huggins is going to be stepping down from his post at West Virginia. Now, as I am taking a look right now, they have yet to name an interim. And that is going to be the next step. We could see an interim coach get named, as a matter of fact, just before this podcast uploads. But as I am seeing right now, there is no interim coach that has been named. And that is right now what Warren Baker is going to be wondering. And that's what he's going to be pondering. He's the athletic director over at West Virginia Do you try to make a long-term hire right now, or is this one of these cases where you decide, you know what, we are going to go with an interim coach, we're going to see where it goes, because West Virginia was one of the big winners of the offseason. They were able to get a really nice transfer haul. It comes back to last offseason, technically, with Jose Perez coming in. He was playing over in the Metro Atlantic. He was at... Manhattan, and he had his coach leave two weeks before the start of the season at Steve Massiello, so he was in a little bit of an interesting predicament there, but they were going to get him in. Raekwon Battle, the top 
scorer for a Montana State team that made the NCAA tournament last year comes in. Kurt Kreisa, Jesse Edwards, and now you're at a point where the deadline has passed for being able to enter into the transfer portal if you're not a graduate transfer. Now, if you're a graduate transfer, you can go at will. You can go whenever you want to. I think Omar Silviero might be able to. I am not 100% sure on that, but he's pretty much the only guy that might be able to. But, I mean, for West Virginia, they brought in a lot of A-list guys and... You'd think in this sort of a circumstance, the NCAA would be willing to warrant a little bit of leniency. They would say, hey, it's a really bad situation. We're going to let you guys re-enter into the transfer portal, try to find a new home. But as we know, with the NCAA, anything that makes sense is not something that is in their DNA. So anything could happen with that regard. But for West Virginia, it's just very interesting to see what happens now. I'm hearing already the rumors that perhaps they're going to be looking at Frank Martin over there at UMass. Perhaps they just hire from within because Bob Huggins actually has a very incredible coaching tree and I would not be surprised if perhaps they tried to pluck one of those guys off the tree because we saw this with Villanova last offseason when Jay Wright stepped down at Villanova. It was right around this time, maybe a few weeks before, maybe a few weeks later, but as we remember, Kyle Neptune, he took over that job. I do think that things are looking very good for him in season number two. Someone like a Jared Calhoun is someone that he spent a lot of time as an assistant under Bob Huggins. As a matter of fact, I think that he played at Cincinnati and was playing under Bob Huggins. That's a name that could be able to appear as well, but it certainly is a tricky situation with a West Virginia team that I thought that they were really able to ascend, and for West Virginia, even just a very slight slip-up, that's going to be big in a Big 12 where it's the best conference in all of college basketball. I'm sorry to anyone that's a fan of any other conference, and I am personally from Wisconsin. I grew up with Big 10 basketball. The Big 12 is by far the number one conference at all of college basketball. I think from there, you're looking at the Big East. I do think that the SEC has built themselves up along with the Big 10 and the Big 10. Please do deliver in March because it has been really, really sad to take a look at. But, I mean, the Big 12 is creme de la creme right now. They bring in Houston as well, which makes it all the more rough and tumble. But for West Virginia, it just becomes, where do you go from here? And if we do see the West Virginia guys get a little bit of waiver to enter in the transfer portal, do we see more guys decide that they're going to filter in to the transfer portal as well? What happens with the guys that are currently on the roster? There's just a big giant ball of wax. There's a lot that needs to be determined, but this is right now the biggest thing that's happening in college basketball. Just a really a fall from grace for Bob Huggins. I mean, six weeks ago, he was probably one of the most protected coaches in all of college basketball. He returns to his home mater had already delivered to that alma mater a final four he had as much job security as seemingly possible he makes those remarks on the radio station about six or so weeks ago a little bit less than savory if you're wondering what they are just search bob huggins radio remarks slash bob huggins radio comments you're going to be able to find them so there's that and he did take a little bit of a pay cut there and now he's just completely ousted after he blew a 0.21 blood alcohol contact level apparently there was like open containers in his car and everything like that. And for those of you guys who follow me on Twitter at GUnit underscore E1, you know that I enjoy a good beer. I do beer reviews. Never, ever drive drunk. This is just me trying to give a little bit of a humanistic 30 seconds or so here. If you're ever out drinking, get yourself an Uber. We, when I was living in Wisconsin with my college buddies, we always had the buddy system where we all traded off turns for being the designated driver. Take that approach. Do not do what 
Bob Huggins did because this is not his first incident with something like this. So not great to say the least, but I mean, it is very, very much impactful. And I do think that if we do see a coaching hire on this front with regards to West Virginia not going with an interim, it could cause pretty much a second turn in terms of the coaching carousel as well. I threw out there the name Jerry Calhoun and Trust me, I have absolutely no insider sources whatsoever. The only reason why I throw out there Mr. Calhoun, who's done a good job at Youngstown State, is because he is sort of off of that Bob Huggins coaching tree, and I'm sure that there's going to be other names off of that Huggins coaching tree that are going to be popping up as well. But I do think that this is going to cause for a lot more hoopla with that regard, as we know, Charlotte is currently looking for a head coach as well. So you do have sort of a second wave with regards to coaching hires. And then occasionally we do see an NBA team pluck a college coach as well. I don't think that that's going to be the case this time around. But yeah, you do have yourself a little bit that's happening in the coaching carousel. If they don't decide to go with an interim coach and what this means for some of the players that are looking to jump into the transfer portal, we shall see in the coming days, but very much a sad situation. Hopefully anyone that is following along is just taking those words of advice I gave you, and it is going to be very, very much a case where Morgantown is the epicenter of college basketball in the next few days. I will have guests all throughout the week on talking about the situation as it is a very hot-button topic, and you're going to see a lot of fallout from it. And I did feel like I needed to sort of put the America East preview to the side just to be talking about this news because I do think that it is very important. And we've seen quite a bit happen in college basketball over the last 48 hours. That was really the biggest piece of news. But coming up next, we did see a lot of player movement over the last 48 hours. And we've seen a few things happen off the court. And I'm going to give you guys a roundup of that next right here on Coast Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Hoops Peterson, now a part of the Decent Family Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to become a winning sports better? Schedule a call with SBIA to find out how their service can make you a long-term winning player. They've developed an innovative algorithm that maximizes units return, and they are so confident in their system that they offer a money-back guarantee. Sign up by October 31st and get their NBA package at no cost until they reach 10 net units. They treat sports betting like a business. So if you want to learn how to make your sports betting dreams a reality, visit them at SBIA1.com and check them out on social media at SBIA Sports. Back here, Las Vegas, with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the Family Podcast. One guest for you today, just because, well, what happened over at West Virginia that very much did dominate the news. We had to certainly hit upon that. Like I said, conference previews, they are going to be up. They're going to be in full force. We're going to have the America East conference preview for you guys tomorrow. We're going to be taking a look more at the Bob Huggins situation throughout the weekend. Big South Conference preview. That is going to be on tap within the next few days as well. So we've got a lot of fun coming at you on this podcast. And whenever I do do a conference preview, because yesterday you got my Atlantic 10 conference preview, that means that the last 48 hours that we've seen in news and notes in college basketball, we round that up here on the podcast as well. And over the last 48 hours, we have seen quite a few moves. Jalen Hampton, who was going to be going to awesome PE, followed his coach and Corey Gibson over from Northwestern State over to awesome PE. He's now in the transfer portal. And this is a guy that you want to take note of. When he was at Northwestern State last season, granted a little bit of a lower level, was an all-Southland performer, was able to shoot 65% from the floor, 10 points, 7.5 rebounds per contest. He's out there for the taking. There have been many teams, I'm looking at you, Kentucky, that have struck out in the transfer portal thus far this offseason. A guy like that being out there, you got to figure that there's going to be a lot of takers there, and there are still a few solid names that are in the transfer portal. You're taking a look at someone like a Paul Mouke, and he could be a contributor, not like a guy that I would say should be swaying you on the futures board or anything like that, but someone that's able to come in, is able to give you a relatively solid effort, be able to just stuff the stat sheet in with Hampton. At a power conference level, I don't think that it would be necessarily a super big impact, but at the same time, I do think that, especially at a mid-major level, he is going to be a guy to take note of. We did see Marcellus Avery decide that he is going to be going to Central Florida. It took Central Florida a while to be getting into the full of things in terms of the transfer portal, but that's another ad for Central Florida. Now, I don't think that Marcellus Avery is necessarily going to be the Mona Lisa Vito of basketball over there at UCF, but in last season at New Mexico State, granted a dumpster fire of a situation, he was able to put up a little bit over eight points per contest, shipped in there 
four and a half boards. Shot nearly 42% from three as a six foot eight, little bit of a combo player. I did feel that UCF needed to get a little bit more three point shooting in. This is certainly going to fit the bill for them. And after they had like nothing on the board in late April, they have been able to really run off some nice pieces to be able to fortify themselves as Taylor Hendricks, who's going to be a lottery pick most likely this week, but they had in there Shamari Allen, a 15-plus point-per-game score over at UMKC. Jalen Sellers, he shot it really well from three-point range at Ball State this last year. Jaquan Walton is a statue sufferer at six foot seven. Omar Payne has been a bussaroony at the college basketball level, but a former top 100 recruit that's able to rebound. Abriyama Diallo comes in from San Jose State, was a part of one of the best rebounding groups in all of college basketball last season in terms of rebound rate. I really do like what Central Florida has been able to do here in the transfer portal. That's a big deal for them. I obviously saw this after the fact that I had recorded the Atlantic 10 preview edition, but that said, Babatunde... Akingbola. He was playing this last season at Auburn. Hopefully I said that correctly. I apologize to Mr. Akingbola if I mispronounce that name, but he has decided that he is going from Auburn and he is going to be heading on over to George Washington. And for George Washington, one of the main questions I had for them, and I did put them towards the middle slash bottom half of the conference, if you listened to the podcast yesterday, was just what are you going to be able to get down low? And this is something that is going to be able to help them out. Aking Bola is someone that stands right around six foot ten. He's a former top 200 recruit, according to 247 Sports. Now, just could never really get out there on the floor for Auburn. Not someone that's going to be lending any sort of versatility whatsoever. And I do wonder how he's going to be able to fit in with his George Washington style in general. George Washington is really one of the very few teams in the Atlantic 10 that does look to play as up-tempo as they do. But this is something that should be helpful for George Washington if Akingbola is able to crank up the versatility and the cardio a little bit more, which I think was really ailing him over at Auburn. There could be something to be had with this pickup. Forgive me if I mispronounce this one, but... Sadarque Ghana. He was playing over at Boise State this last season. He has decided that he is going to be going to Seton Hall and was someone that while he was at Boise State last year, he was able to shoot about 36.5% from three-point range. He only was able to register about two points per contest, so was not necessarily able to land a whole heck of a lot of production. And I don't think that he's going to be coming into Seton Hall and is going to be lighting the world on fire or anything like that. If you take a look at his ranking, according to 247 Sports, he was pretty much the number 13 rated recruit in the state of Arizona for the class of 2022. He does have good versatility. That is going to help out a Seton Hall team that has not been able to shoot it very well from three-point range. And with Seton Hall, it does feel like a little bit of a band of misfit parts. They are going to be returning quite a bit from last season, but I do think that this is just a classic gritty team in general that is looking to pick up a little bit of scoring. I do think that things are going to be on the upswing for this regime in season number two after you saw the switch over from what Kevin Willard and company were able to do at Seton Hall for many, many years. But I do think that this is going to be a nice little depth piece, someone that can come in off the bench, perhaps be able to give you a little bit of scoring. Paul McMillan the fourth. he was playing over at NJIT. He's one of those guys that is really going to be missed by NJIT after they had a coaching change, and this has been just a big, giant turnstile for them. There, He is going to be going to Central Michigan. Not a bad ad for Central Michigan for Central Michigan. It has been a rough last few seasons for him. He was able to put up about 5.8 points per contest as a freshman at NJIT. Now, for Central Michigan, the team was honestly halfway decent with their defense before they had just a plethora of injuries. 
offense has been very lacking. And with McMillan, he was only able to shoot right around 27% from three-point range. So that box is not going to be checked by Central Michigan. And for Central Michigan as well, it's just all about being able to build positive momentum because the MAC has been a very good mid-major the last few years with the likes of Akron and Kent State being able to ascend. Even Eastern Michigan, who was a downtrodden team in terms of that conference, they were able to add someone like an Imani Bates. Now, I mean, it didn't result in wins, but at the very least, Imani Bates was able to give eyeballs on the program. For Central Michigan, they just need anything whatsoever to go right for them, and they've been relatively silent here in the transfer portal during the offseason. This is just pickup number two. They do bring in Anthony Pritchard, who I think is going to be able to elevate that backcourt a little bit, but still, it's been a relatively rough go of things for Central Michigan. You've got Johnny Walter. He was playing over at CSUN, Cal State Northridge, last season, and he has decided that he is going to be going to Penn, playing for the Quakers. You just don't get a lot of transfers in general when it comes to the Ivy League, and it should make sense because the academic standards are just so rigid that it makes it very difficult with Walter. Just a little bit more of a primary post player, right around two rebounds per contest. Did not really contribute a lot on offense. Towards back half of the season, he was able to see a few more minutes. He got a trio of starts towards back half of the season and was averaging a little bit over two rebounds per game in the final 12 games of the season. But this is a little bit of a depth piece for Penn. Penn was really ravaged by the transfer portal this offseason because they had the top returning scorer in all of college basketball and Jordan Dingle decided that he is going to be going to St. John's. Max Locera Lloyd was one of their top rebounders. He is now out of the fold as well, so it's been a bit rough for this Penn team. Being able to get just a little bit of size in Walter and his six foot nine frame should be able to help them out a little bit. And speaking of the Ivy League, you saw a loss for Cornell as Marcus Fillion. He was playing this last season over at Cornell. He has decided that he is going to be going to Albany. An Albany program that they just weren't able to land really anyone in the transfer portal last offseason. Their coach in Dwayne Killings was dealing with some off-the-court matters for this pickup. I don't think that it's necessarily going to be a massive impact for Fillion. He was more of a little bit of a defensive stopper. Two and a half points, two and a half rebounds per contest. At six foot seven, he's able to pop threes. Doesn't necessarily pop them well, but he goes over to Albany. And for Albany, I do think that the arrow is trending upward for them. This is not the big pickup for them, but they bring in Sebastian Chamas, who was able to see some run over at Rhode Island. They bring in as well Gio Marco Arletti, who was able to give Delaware some nice minutes. And Amari Marshall is the guy that I really like for this team. He was able to shoot north of 40% from three-point range at Hofstra. Welcome back, Tyler Bertram. He was able to average about 9.5 points per game while he was over at Binghamton. So I do think that Albany, the arrow is trending upward for them for Fillion. Probably not going to be any sort of a starter or anything like that, but a six foot seven gentleman that's able to come in off the bench, play some solid defense, that's a step in the right direction for Albany. And I'll be talking about Albany and all the teams of the America East much more in the next 24 hours as the America East Preview Edition. I've already got the interview done. It was supposed to be the podcast I did today, but well, there were other ideas in play. So you're going to be getting that tomorrow, and you're going to be getting a preview of all 32 conferences here in the offseason on this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops. Right now, during the offseason, it's all about getting you guys prepared for the most profitable season ever in college basketball. Once we get in season, I'm going to give you guys picks and analysis on every single game, every single day. And in the meantime, just like we did today, rounding up the news and notes of college basketball and getting you those conference previews. So if you do like hearing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops, you're able to subscribe wherever you're podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at gnet underscore d1. Keep in mind, letters CM. They mean does not matter, so as per usual. Please do send these into the timeline, and the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. 
If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you are able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. One guest free today, but expect a lot of great guests coming on the podcast within the next few weeks to be able to help out with those conference previews, take a look at the Bob Huggins situation, and so much more as we do get some answers. But what I can answer for you is that I'll be with you guys every single day on this podcast, which means I will chat at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.